service, say. What's? Are you kidding me? No, sorry. You had to interrupt my <laughs> intro. <laughs> Lay it down, Jarrett. We know that I start. That's a perfect sound for you, if I might add. I'm sorry. They'll yeah. find out later why I crowed today. But <laughs> why the rooster crowed? <laughs> What's going on, outsiders? Crow? I am Jarrett Weimer. I'm Martin Meyer. This is Outside the Mic. We are a podcast where we banter all matters music. Mostly, we do. Mostly, we do. I feel kind of tingly today. We're like mid into season three. Mid? Well, yeah. Pre-mid. Pre-mid. <laughs> like Is that a thing? I'm a pre-mid student. I'm a pre-mid student. <laughs> <laughs> that going. We are pre-mid. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Having is a exciting. lot of fun. We are. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but we have a really fun, interesting, and new episode happening we do. today. That's why, that's why I'm tingly today. You're tingly? I'm yeah. tingly. I'm feeling tingly. You're tingly? You, I can see your goosebumps dancing Can you on see your my arm. goosebumps? Yeah. I'm tingly. <laughs> we just finished <laughs> a live, I think we can say that today, but we finished a cool live music Facebook yeah. interaction with uh, Outsiders, and yep. we had a lot of fun. In January, we did a, our first live, and man, we had so many people Yeah. Uh, engaging and loving the music so we're going to do more of that for sure and we were loving it and before we have done facebook lives but we've had requests to do live music and we've done our questions and we've had fun but it felt a lot better because really from the very beginning we had intended to bring the music into it right and so now and we have we've done some fun things on the podcast but this was the first time we actually played live which i gotta admit right I'm just gonna admit this really quick the first time you ever mentioned doing a facebook live yeah way back in season two i was kind of like but we can't edit that back in 69 yeah back in 69 <laughs> <laughs> we can't you're right back you can't in the edit summer of, you can't a facebook live and that that's yeah. a little nerve-wracking because it is if we say Drop an F-bomb or something. Yeah. It's out there, baby. There's well, no taking it back. Yeah, and then playing music on top of that, which right. we've both done live performance. You messed so up. That's fine, but yeah. Everybody knows you messed that's up. That's it. You're committed, baby, when you do it. But now it's getting, it's it feels easier that very first time. I was a little nervous, but that's those things, you just got to do them. You just got to dive in. Yep. The you only know, way you move forward fun. is putting one foot in front of the other. That is. Or you could jump on a skateboard or something. There's Why that. do you got to complicate things? <laughs> I'm going to complicate it Speaking of messing up, and yeah. we've talked about this before, and I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I love when I'm seeing a, a big name artist or band live. Yeah. I love when they mess up. I do too. I do. Remember when we attended, uh, attended, we went to the Elton John, <laughs> we, we attended, attended the Elton John concert. Oh yes. So yes. Elton John. And it was the last song yeah. that they played. And you remember when they had just a, a hint of a hiccup? Oh Yeah. They recovered super like professionals would. Yeah. But for me, it just was like, it made me love them even more. It made me love Elton John even more yeah. because it was like, it, 
took them from this cloud to, hey, they messed up too. I'm, I'm good. Like, I can mess up all the time. I'm fine. These guys did it, and they recovered, and it's great. Absolutely. And he was actually a little sick. And he did. Night. He bronchitis or something, yeah. was that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which I would not have actually known. I just figured I'd attribute if he didn't hit a note to the fact that he's older. Yeah. But he said he had bronchitis, and that blew my mind because he sang his... But he still sang amazing. Off. Yeah. And he, he doesn't have that high tenor voice anymore. He's got like the... Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a long, long time. That's exactly how he sounded. <laughs> my goodness. I, if I closed my eyes, I was back there. I was, you would close your eyes and then concert. neon colors would bloom out and boom, I would be that at a was piano like, with big old glasses on. That was like uh, uh, um, Andre Bocelli or something with Elton John like mixed yeah. together. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. I won't do that. No, I'm sorry. just kidding. Now that, that was a fun concert, and it. I got to go to back to your comment just quickly. I learned that when we were going to the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. Oh yeah. Is as a live performer, it was really cool to see these guys have fun with their screw ups. Yes. So they'd actually screw up, and it was. It wasn't like oh no, they, they'd have. It was part of the the evening. It was They're part like, of yeah. the. It was part of the ambience of the whole thing, which mm-hmm. was really cool, and I thought that was. For me, that meant a lot. Not that I've gotten there yet. I still get a little like, damn, I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. You're still hurting yourself. Yeah. Not, okay, so I've got another story and then we can move on. But, but another like what made made this person real for me was, and I didn't attend the concert, but I saw it on YouTube. It was when Dave Grohl fell off stage at a Foo Fighters mm. concert. Wow. And yeah, of course, I mean, they stopped the show or whatever, but he gets the mic and he goes, okay, listen. I think I broke my leg. Really? Yeah. And the crowd's like, whoa. He's like, I'm going to go back and get myself taped up and I'll come back out and whatever. Wow. And that's exactly what he did. He goes back. They like set his leg in a thing, come out and the the on-site doctor or paramedic or whatever had to hold his foot in place on stage the rest of the show. And he played, sitting down. And yeah. then for the rest of the concert, he built this throne and had a cast. It's really cool. You got to for real? You were there? No, I, was, I said oh, I wasn't you there. you saw, saw that. It. Okay. Yeah. I was there on YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah. Uh, he for actually did that, and he actually broke his leg. Yeah. Well, I think it was his ankle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, that's awesome. And I had never heard that before. We got to dig up some stories like that. Yeah. People who are injured during live performances. People who've hurt themselves playing live. Yeah. Aerosmith. What a great episode. You really? did that in Sturgis, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that in Sturgis, so. yeah. Well, speaking of, and that takes me into something I want to just touch on briefly, too, about live performances. And we talked about Woodstock. Woodstock. That's and, right. Yeah. We got very, I personally got really, really jazzed about talking more about Woodstock because it was so fascinating. I didn't get jazzed so much as I got rocked. Thank you. Well, that's fine. So you can get rocked. You can get whatever you want. I want to rock. I want to ride. I showed you that song. Mm -hmm. I like to rock. We're going to ask our, uh, we're going to ask somebody today if they happen to know that (laughs) band and I bet they do. But before we're almost there, but really quickly, we did touch on Woodstock and I was looking for more information about Woodstock. And I did find that there's a documentary that was actually released the year after it happened. Oh. There's a movie. 1970? Yeah, never saw it. They even do documentaries back then? They did. Well, it was a film. It was oh, actually okay. released in wow. the theater as a as a full-blown movie. I wasn't alive then, so I don't know. Probably rated R. <laughs> I don't know what it was rated. <laughs> well, it better be. It was Woodstock. Could have been. But there's another documentary about the creating of Woodstock. Oh, and just as man. a teaser, I thought this was classic in the beginning they have a clip from a newscast after the oh. event had happened. So you got to check this out. Okay. I think I have the right one here. Let's see. 
Well, let's start it from the beginning, shall we? What happened at White Lake this weekend may have been more than an uncontrolled outpouring of hip young people, struggling as they did to survive. First, the 20-mile traffic jams and five-mile hikes. Then the intense heat and sudden rain, the thirst and hunger from the shortage of water and food, just for the opportunity to spend a few days in the country getting stoned on their drugs and grooving on the music. <laughs> getting stoned on their drugs and grooving on the and music. Grooving on the music. Our, our, uh, our media I would is... know I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that an interesting perspective on Woodstock? So that gives you a little bit of a teaser about what we're going to do when we dive back into Woodstock ah, some more. Are you, so. are you hinting that there might be a, a part B? There's part two? For sure. And I think we hinted about that, or at least we got excited about that we prospect. Might have said it we got jazzed or rocked about that prospect. <laughs> we got jazz rocked. Last time. We did. We, oh, yeah. jazz rock. Fusion. Fusion. Psychedelic. Jazz. Okay, well, that's, you know, I think uh, we got... Uh, We've got a reason to move forward with a special treat. I today. think it's time that yeah. we bring the main event in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first of hopefully many interview episodes, but uh, we wanted to save the first for somebody super cool and is doing something really cool, both virtually and in music. I'd like to welcome Mr. Adam Anarchy to outside the mic. How you doing, Adam? Thanks, fellas. It's an honor to be here. Right. Wow, oh. and he's in the studio live. We've been making him wait while we sit here and jabber, but uh, he's been very patient. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, Thanks for joining no us today. This is exciting. We had one little phone interview. Yeah. With, with Matt, Matt, right? But this is the first time we've actually had somebody sitting here live in the studio with us. This is crazy. This now is you know happening. why we're tingly. We're tingly because Adam's here. <laughs> yeah. And it's Adam Anarchy. Yes, sir. Just a second. Anarchy. Google girl. <laughs> I can't say that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Adam. Anarchy. Isn't she sexy? You guys, you guys teamed up on that. Well, we did. I, I, I kind of like. Uh, I just kind of like came in out of nowhere with that because I was looking up the definition of anarchy, which I think is very cool. Um, and Adam can give us more of an insight into that. But uh, yeah, it's like uh, being free, right? Without, yeah, uh, yeah. You tell us why. You How'd you get this that. name? Yeah. How did I get the name? Well, I just coined the name Adam Anarchy. I thought it had a nice ring to it. When, it does. Other than music, as a kid, I grew up watching a lot of pro wrestling. Yeah. And I always fell in love with, you know, the names that the wrestlers would give themselves, like Hulk Hogan, The Rock, you know, oh, Stone yeah. Cold. So <laughs> yeah. I just thought Adam name. Anarchy would be a good name. So. so you're saying that would be your ring name? Yeah, nice. my ring name. Or stage. Stage name. It's your stage yeah, name? Stage your ring name? name. There you go. So did you have the name before? And then we're going to, why, it's like, why would you ask, do we have Anim Anarchy in here? Because he has a really cool music Facebook page right? Thank called Anim Anarchy's House of Music, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you have the name Adam Anarchy before you started the Facebook uh, page? No, too? not really. I just kind of came up with it yeah. all at the same time. So Nice. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. So I'm curious. I'm sorry, Jared. I know has a lot of questions, but I'm just going to, my mouth is just wanting to go because I have so many questions. I even wrote questions. You did. (laughs) Mine is coming straight off the top of my head. But just a really (laughs) quick explanation of how you started the Facebook page in the first place. What was your inspiration? Sure. It was back in the summer of 2017. I actually started it uh, shortly after my mom passed away in the same year, she actually passed away on the day of the eclipse. And wow. I felt that music was a great way to kind of cope with things. Right on. Since uh, she was back home in Minnesota, where I'm originally from, and being here, you know, was kind of 
Yeah. So music is kind of the great healer yeah. in many ways. So Thank you. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's, that's awesome. a very good reason yeah. for doing that. And you knew right away, it's like, I'm just going to start something on Facebook. I'm going to talk yeah. about music. Yeah. And there yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. And when it when you first started this group, I mean, it's got 638 members, right? Is that am yeah. I correct? Yeah, okay. that's correct. And so... Did it start off with because when I when I get on there and I'm cruising around, I really see people commenting and posting and liking. There's no genre specific; it's any kind right. of music, all kinds of music. Yeah, I yeah. mean, did it start off that way? Yeah, really. Yeah. Just yeah, that's that's you know the key word in in the group to me is music, and yeah. I I think it's the great way to unite with others i mean to me music has the capabilities to do things that politics and religion can't it can unite people right when you go to a church you expect the person next to you to believe in the same thing you do when you go to a let's say a political conference or convention you expect the person next to you to believe in the same thing you do but when you go to a concert you don't know what kind of person standing next to you or what they believe in or yeah how they worship or whatever so i always felt that music was the great uh way to unite all absolutely and it doesn't matter because you're there yeah you're uh thank you for saying because i mean what are the odds in a way i mean it's not a big town we live in but we have a lot in common with us doing the podcast. The way we started out, too, is we we decided right from the beginning it wasn't going to be genre-specific. It's just mm-hmm. going to be about music. Just yeah. like what uh, Jared always says in the beginning, we bantered, uh, banter all matters music. Yeah. So, yeah, it can be just about anything, and it's, just, and it's fun, you right. know, and it's light. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's what music is. Yeah. Right on. That's why I kind of wanted to do this, because I, d- I didn't want to be uh, genre-specific because... Ah, there's always so much tension in a lot of those groups. I mean, they let the emotions really get the best of them. Yeah. And to me, I always felt it was better to just take the emotion out of it and just put music as the forefront. It's not about what I like. It's it's about yeah. what the members like. There you go. Right away. And were you as diligent right away as you are now? Because that's one thing we noticed. And we... <laughs> we suffer a little bit from uh, we we've realized that if we're really going to make this successful and we've committed to doing it and we're in our third season but you have to be posting stuff that's the way the social media sure. works now yeah. but you do a really good job of like posting something pretty much Thank every you. day yeah that's well, I always awesome. try to treat the group like you know like a business almost mm-hmm. you know I always try to approach it like as if I owned my own music store nice. yeah so it's going to have you know all the genres yeah. Any music store I've ever been to has a variety of music. It's not just one kind. It's you know, right? yeah, yeah. So that's a cool way to look at different that. instruments. Yeah, and then they expect something. They get used to it and they're entertained by that. And it's if they miss a week, they'd be like, "What happened to Mercy?" <laughs> yeah, it does get that's, that way. But yeah, yeah, that's very cool. And you were that way from the start, though. Yeah, you were pretty the much the very start. Okay, yeah. very good. Yeah, that's impressive. I gotta say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so back to, because I want to note that as well, as I am a member of Adam Anarchy's House of Music. As am I. As you are, as everybody should, if you're not, get on there. It's a beautiful environment to be in. But what makes it beautiful is, and you've said it before with the political aspect of it, religion, a lot of that stuff can stir up negative 
Oh, yeah. Feelings. Oh, yeah. I will say that I have yet to see somebody comment something negative, post something negative, diss on somebody else. That's a unique thing that you do not see on social media. Right. So why a Facebook group? How did? How, are you curbing this somehow, or is it just people are genuinely just getting together and talking music? Just getting together and and you know sharing music. Wow. And you know, because outside of the group, there would be members in this group that Don Wright hate each other. Yeah. Right. But, but like I said, <laughs> yeah. through music, right? Yeah. It's not there. There you go. Right that on. tension, yeah. that anger. Is right. not there, and then there's no place for that in music. I think. I mean, let me back up. There's not place that it doesn't exist to express that. Yeah. There's yeah. place to express that, but it, you're not going to diss your fellow music lover. No, you know what I mean. Right. No, yeah. I would never yeah. diss you guys because it's like, hey, we can come together. We could talk about Kiss. <laughs> we could talk about. All kinds of bands, really. Yeah, like Commodore. <laughs> we can there talk about go. Fats Little. Domino. I'm, I'm mentioning a few because I was looking through here. And, uh, well, you know, and I th- th- totally relate. We're on the same page. And, and Jared and I have said that before. We're not going to get political on our show, too, because, and especially these days, people just need a distraction. They need to get yes. away from all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's nice to just forget about. But I'm just, uh, you know, I had missed a few. And just to prove uh, the point of what we're saying here, he's got something about Atlantis Morissette, about the Commodores. Uh, I see Alice Cooper there, then Fats Domino. Uh, I love this one about the karaoke place, which I haven't seen. I can't oh, describe it well enough to, uh, but it's really entertaining. Got to check that out. And, yeah. and then I saw Buddy Rich, and I love Buddy Thank Rich. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, you know, I love digging up the classics and sharing yeah. those as well. It's I got to see him live. It was at Aberdeen, South Dakota. He came, Whoa. the Buddy Rich wow. band, and I think it was just him and a couple of other people. Wow. He could just do it by himself oh, on the yeah. drums. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. absolutely amazing. Less talent right there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's an animal. Have you heard Buddy Rich? I don't think I have. Youngin, oh, youngin over there. Oh like, my, Adam's gonna kill me. Like before Keith Moon, there was Buddy Rich. Really? I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I, yeah. That's awesome. That and in that video that you see. It's not going to come across well, but he's just... And it's such a simple drum kit he's using, too. It's only like a... I don't know. He he has like a snare and then... Yeah. Well, back then, all he had was very simple kits. Right. Very simple. And he's making all that noise with such... Yeah, that's little, a good point too. Yeah. It was basically a little jazz kit with like a floor tom, a snare, and then a, another tom in the middle. And Just that was killing it. it. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> love it. So I love it. In this group, you've said I don't know if you said, but when did you start this group again? 2017. 2017. So from 2017 till now, what has been the coolest moment in this the life of this group? Coolest post or coolest connection that's been made. There's probably a lot, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's because uh, we do have members from all over the globe. Really? Yep. Expand on that. Where? Oh, we got members from Belgium, from the Netherlands, Germany, nice. uh, Canada, wow. or for, or, you know, our neighbors right. up north. Right. You know, there's some members from there. Wow. <laughs> Bottle, South Dakota? Uh, yep, oh, I'm just yep. kidding. Sorry. That's like another globe. <laughs> Uh, that, that's cool. I didn't realize you're international then. Well, too. almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. Well, it takes us a few. So yeah. that's wow. I, I did not realize that. So Very coolest cool. moment. What what would you say? And maybe there isn't a moment. Coolest thing that you've seen so far. Well, 
I guess, you know, we have a few uh, celebrities from early 80s bands. Uh, one of the creators from the 80s heavy metal band Wasp, Rick Fox, is in our group. So he's that, in this group? He's nice. in the group, so That's it's kind of awesome. fun. I, I love seeing his perspective on things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he probably could so. give some insight. Especially around that band. That, that you can't get know. anywhere else. That's yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of cool to have that. Well, and you have uh, one thing that I think is really cool, too, is it's not now you don't just have to rely on yourself to post because you no. get members posting. Sure. As well. So yeah. how often does that happen? Almost every day? or Sure. Really? Oh, are they, wow. That's cool. Are they looking for a, another job or place to post? Because outside yeah. Mike could use... <laughs> could use that a self-contained operation maybe we open it up we constantly go all right dude it's your day to post something no you go ahead no okay let's do this every other day thing and then like three weeks go by nothing gets posted and we're like ah we suck at promoting but we're working on it but if they need to decide like yeah something to do in their spare time it seems to be a daily thing people are (laughs) posting and sharing and well and i've wanted to share some of his posts and that'd probably be okay actually not that we're going to swipe your stuff but once in a while it's like hey here's our buddy adam i was on the show yeah this is what he posted and uh you kind of share the audience i'm I think we should put an invitation out to our outsiders right now. Yeah. Just like with Adam, if you've got something you want to post, let us know. Absolutely. And honestly, if you are not following Adam Anarchy's House of Music on Facebook, you need to be because you need to see this thing uh, in motion. Uh, It's it's constant music talk. Um, I'm just blown away by the, the camaraderie that comes along with and some of these people don't even know each other, but they're right. like, yeah, man, sweet. Oh, I remember that album. Or oh, that was my first. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really. Yeah. So do you need to approve of a post? Does it come Not through you all. first? No. Well, you let it go. Okay. I let, let it go. go. Is there nice. ever been a time where you're like, whoa, no, I can't post that. Uh, I got to delete very it. Very seldom. Okay. I mean, maybe we had a couple members since the start of the group that were a little unruly, but uh, okay. for the most part, it's been fantastic. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, like-minded, you yeah. know, the people yeah. that are we just sharing let the, the music experience. speak for itself. Right on. That is yeah. super cool. Right on. But it doesn't stop there for you. No, I got to throw in my humor in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah your humor. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which that's my favorite. That's <laughs> definitely my favorite part. It kind of lightens things up. That's great. I've, I've experienced some groups where there almost is no personality whatsoever. And it's yeah. like I'm almost scared to post something in that group because I, I don't understand what the vibe is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then you got some groups that are just downright after each other's throats. Right. Yeah. Well, especially with two bands in particular. Oh, which yeah. also happens to be two of my favorite bands ever. But you well, mentioned. Let's talk about Is this that. like a feud well, thing because oh one's better than the other, they think? Or? Kiss and Van Halen. Oh, oh my. Okay. <laughs> two, two of some of the most iconic bands. Yeah. Also have some of the most intense fans wow especially if you got the you know the david lee roth era versus the sammy era yeah that's always you got the classic kiss with the original lineup versus all the others and man there's a lot of animosity wow amongst both those bands when it It, comes to fans isn't that something right i mean that's so hard for me to to 
try to imagine that perspective because I really appreciate them both so much. Oh, right. Yeah. That right. I, but there is that thing about identifying with something really, really strongly. So I could, I could see, I guess, where that happens. But yeah. to hear that it's actually, and you've seen it oh, yeah. on these oh, uh, yeah. on these boards or whatever it is. So, oh, yeah. I wow. can get down right now. So wow. that's the heat that you see. It's not necessarily like, hey, man, screw off. It's, no, they're the best. No, yes. dude, they're the best. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of comparisons. Yeah. I mean, well, and you probably get, you have your divisions with Van Halen, too, where you get the people that are the David Lee Roth people, and they never... Is there some of that where it's like, no, Sammy Hagar's... Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All of it. Wow. All of it. The, wow. the lines are drawn deep in the oh, sand, my, my friend. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, it gets downright brutal. But. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you a Hagar? Hey, hey how do they say it? Van Hagar? Hagar? Or are you a Roth Van Halen fan? As long as Eddie Van Halen's playing the guitar, I'm all in. It doesn't there, matter. I'm with you. It yeah. doesn't you. matter. Yeah. Kermit the Frog could sing for Van Halen, and I would listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet gig. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm waiting for Jared to jump in with an impersonation there, but I'm not sure I can. You might as well. Dude, we were about to do the same freaking thing. Right oh, we got to work on our Kermit. I'm hot for teacher. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That'll work. That one will work. Uh, I can't imagine because I loved them both. And yes, you know, I like to see a band if they make a change. Sometimes it's can be brutal. It's like ah, oh, they kick this guy out. You really like the guy, but it's really neat to see how they can continue to succeed though. And they had a lot of success after David Lee Roth left the band. And I always liked Sammy Hagar before that. So I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, he was brilliant in yeah. Montrose. I oh, mean, yeah. That was a fantastic band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he was pretty successful on his own. He really didn't need to do that. But but then it's sad later when you hear what happened too, right? Because then they had some kind of a feud or... Sure. Yeah. But I, I think it just happens, though. Yeah, yeah. Because when you... There's a difference in a band when you perform smaller gigs... Yeah. You're less popular, yeah. but the more popular you get, like, for example, as far as both Van Halen and Kiss, it seems like both of them are very similar in so many ways. Yeah. It seems like their earlier years, the band was closer. Yeah. They were either staying the night in their van or some cheap hotel room. <laughs> they were closer. Yeah. But when yeah. they got successful... They started getting their own rooms. They weren't quite as close with each other. There was a lot more tension involved. Yeah. And it just seems to happen a lot. I mean, you almost Mm -hmm. have to look at it in a business perspective, too. Yeah. Right. And you see that a lot, like especially with uh, movies that portray rock bands. You'll see Mm -hmm. where they'll show, yeah, they're all in the van. At at the beginning, they're all in the van. They're a team. And they're like brothers and stuff. And then you show them years later in success. And they're just flying in for the show. They haven't seen each other in months, but they're going to play this. They're yeah. getting together, and then that they may not talk even. They're on stage, they do their thing, and they leave. Yeah. 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 The, the dynamic changes. changes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Kiss. Yeah. When did you first start loving Kiss? About 1977. Oh. I would have been six years old. Right on. So. That's sweet. So, and where was Kiss in their career at that point? Mm, I think that was right 
after the Hotter Than Hell album. Okay. Yeah, that's about when so I was getting yeah. turned on to Kiss. Yeah. But I think my first album was probably, oh, it could have been one of the first live albums or probably Destroyer. Nice. But I was exposed at a pretty early age. I had an older cousin of mine who was a few years older than me, and I remember as a kid going to his bedroom and from floor to ceiling, you would just see tons of KISS posters <laughs> nice. and Queen and ELO. And, <laughs> right but on. mostly the, right the KISS really stuck out to me as, as mm-hmm. a child, seeing these guys with the, the comic book looks and the makeup right. and, and the music. It was like, wow. And there wasn't really anything like them at that point, oh, right? No. You know, not to that extent. I mean, you still had Alice Cooper. And, sure. Yeah and, yeah, and things like that, but yeah, but yeah, you really no. knew what Alice Cooper looked like. You didn't really know the guys right. behind the no, paint, that's a good point. right? Who they were, and, and they, they played on that a long time, right? Exactly, yeah. they played on that for a very long time, where they didn't want their faces exposed to the public. No, and I, we just we had a B side from a previous episode for this yeah. season, <clears throat> a Kiss B-side, and I related a quick story which I will tell you now because it's uh, it. My whole, uh, my experience with Kiss originally when I first saw them, before I heard them even, I was like, what is this with the makeup? And I, and I was probably only, you know, 12 or 13 at the time too. But I was thrown off a little bit at first because I'm like, oh, why, why do you need to wear makeup? What's this about? And I just I had this little judgment going. But then my brother became a big Kiss fan and I started listening and I was like, oh yeah, okay, these guys rock. So he went to a concert in I think it was in Fargo, as hmm. I said, and they Paul Stanley, uh, bass player, right? Paul or guitar? No, He's Gene guitar. was Gene was rhythm guitarist. Rhythm guitar, yes. Yeah. He took his guitar, smashed it. He had signed it, threw it out, and my brother caught, and it was all busted, but he just caught the main body of the guitar. Nice. And I'm still yet to figure out. I got to call him. You better freaking. Call I don't know him, if he man. still has it or not, but he it might was let always put in it, his room. Put it up in the wall in the studio. That would be cool. That'd that be would sweet. be cool. I yeah. hope he still has it. I know after years of people, you know, he didn't think about it then because it was real time. Then it was like, you're not looking down the road mm-hmm. and everybody would mess around with it and look at it. And I think it smeared part of the, the autograph or the signature oh. off the guitar. But there was enough. Hopefully there's enough left there and he still has it. I hope so. Because that was my, yeah, that was almost like a, a I got to touch Kiss's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cool. That's pretty Back cool. The, the only thing I've ever, I've, I caught a, a cheap trick pick. Cheap trick pick? And it had a, a cheap trick on it and stuff. And nice. I got that. Yeah, that that, do you still fun. have that? You know, I did the same thing where I started using it as a yeah, pick, so yeah. I probably don't have it anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> pretty no, lame. Pretty cheap lame. trick pick. So have you ever owned one of the Kiss comic books? Ooh, no. Dang. I do not. No, I... I did have a collection of quite a bit of Kiss stuff, you know, back in the day. I yeah. had the uh, the Mego Kiss dolls, you know, that were like 12 inches tall or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. But I uh, had the Kiss lunchbox. Did but, you? Yeah. <laughs> but mostly, you know, it was the posters and right. just, you know, the the spectacle of it all. Yeah. Right. Really, I was drawn to. And the music, well. You, you mentioned... Um, before we started tracking today, we were having some conversation ahead of time and you mentioned something I thought was interesting at the time. And then, so you should say that again, because I looked something up about how iconic Kiss was and then another movie 
which you mentioned oh, at yes. the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been Star Wars. Yes. 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 And, you know, what a fantastic time to be alive as a child in yeah. that era. Yeah. Because in the music front, there was Kiss. On the movie side, Star Wars. And wow, that just impacted me as a kid. I was just blown yeah. away at both. I mean. Yeah. I told you, I remember going and not knowing what to expect. I had no idea. I hadn't heard a thing about the movie. And I went and my mind was just completely blown. And then we mentioned how even today, these are both still pretty iconic and still making a lot of money on merchandise. That's I think, it. As well. And I looked it up and it said uh, a lot of it comes from Paul and Gene and what they've created. You know, obviously they're the core still with the band. And it says in the last 15 years, Kiss has sold more than a half billion dollars in merchandise all through live nation merchandise which is the name of their company i'm assuming live nation yeah Yeah. and it says as proof of the band's staying power even though its biggest radio hits are some 40 years behind them they're still averaging and this was back in 20 before covid hit twelve thousand forty six tickets sold per show for an average gross of more than 1.2 million per show wow that's awesome yeah and it's been that way for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. What does that tell you about what they created? That's yeah. that's pretty amazing. Well, boys. Yeah. I did a little something. I prepared a little something for you two, since you guys are such big kiss lovers. We're gonna have a kiss trivia game, all multiple choice. You two against each other. We're gonna see who's. I don't real. know if I'm on the same level of being a kiss lover as, <laughs> as Adam, and I think he's gonna kick my. I say butt, let's but... throw a couple dollars on the table. My money's on Adam here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, okay, so I've got eight questions here. Do I've got eight? I've got eight questions here, all multiple choice. We're going to have some fun. And uh, I pulled this stuff off from just various sites that I thought were kind of bizarre uh, facts about KISS and then threw some funny funny jokes in there along with it. So, <laughs> you threw some funny jokes well, actually, in there? Actually, I, I lied. The first one is a true or false. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. So they've Adam and Marty... Yeah, I've got you set up here he with kick my butt. Yeah, that's why you gave us with these phones. Little, okay, with uh, different sounds. So mm-hmm. let me read through. All right. Well, true or false isn't going to have any multiple choice. But when you do have a multiple choice, let me read through. Okay. And then the first one to buzz in. Okay. Gets to answer. All right. It's just like Jeopardy. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number one, true or false? The band's logo has t- had to be altered in several countries that outlaw Nazi symbols. True or false? Hmm. I'm going to let you answer first, and then I'm just going to copy you. No. That's true. I would say true. Is it not working? I would say true. It's not working. <laughs> oh. Well, we didn't have to really buzz in on that Let's one, though, did we? Yeah. So that true? is true. Okay. That is true. And um, That's funky. What Does it show what their original looked like? Yeah, so, Adam, do you know what their logo had looked like at yeah, one point? Yeah. Go for it. It kind of looks like the, uh, the SS logo. Oh, okay. It's just the way that Ace Frehley drew the the logo uh-huh and you know it, uh, other countries <laughs> kind of dismissed it right away right. as that so i got so, a little tidbit I here i heard that before a so. kiss is known all over the world as recognizable as um they're well hold on let me back up they're as recognizable as mickey mouse and batman their logo um as such of course it's given that they would tour across the ocean as well but did you know that their iconic symbol has to be changed when used in countries like germany and israel places where any and all nazi symbols are outlawed this is because the double lightning bolt shaped s's in the kiss logo were also used by nazi germany uh Mm. i can't even pronounce that during world war ii 
a paramilitary organization under Hitler himself. Very so it looks similar. So they were like, no, dude, you can't bring that over here. Okay, so it's the same logo we're used to seeing. It's just that when yeah. they're there, they got to use something else. Okay, right. yeah. got it. Right, they didn't right. change it or anything like that. So that's okay. one one for Adam. Did not know that. One for Adam. <laughs> well, I said true, too. <laughs> Is it true? Yeah. But he, he was buzzing before. <laughs> I was buzzing. Oh, wasn't I didn't even know you were buzzing on that one. That's good. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. Okay, listen. Wrong. So number two is okay. multiple choice, okay? So let me read through all four of the answers, and then who buzzes in. You'd be lucky to get anything on here. Number two, yeah. Gene Simmons and his tongue. A, he had surgery to extend it. B, it's a prosthetic and is actually a cow tongue. C, it's natural. D, he's secretly a demon. You cheater! <laughs> Marty, you're cheating with your freaking cockadoodle doo. This might be the only one I know. Okay, go for it. But it's natural. It is natural. Yeah. yeah Who's calling now? Yeah. Is that you? Is <laughs> no. that me? My wife's calling. Okay. Oh, good. We never Lord. get any phone calls, yeah. but now yeah. when we're using the phones, we're getting. leave that in there. Just leave that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's natural. Okay. Um, he noticed it when he was a teenager. Well, what do you know about the tongue? Oh, there's been many. Go for it, dude. Just tell that, me. Yeah, about a cow tongue being grafted on. Yep, yep. That's or what I heard. Or him cutting the uh, little piece of flesh that's uh, directly under the tongue so he can extend it further. There's been oh, all yeah. kinds of. Mm. Yeah. None of that. And it's natural. He just it's has a, It's like seven yeah. inches long. Oh, yeah. He got a big Jeez. tongue. He's, he, those women dig that. Look. <laughs> sorry. Hey, I can touch He's... my tongue with my, uh, my nose with my tongue. <laughs> It ain't no seven inches, brother. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's got talents. Too bad bad we're not on the YouTube video with that one. Some of my friends know I have that talent. So he would have, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but he would have little packs of fake blood in his mouth, and then he would squish on it, and that's how he would get that effect. Tell me more. If I'm wrong, tell me. He would only do that. Uh, during his bass solo, his bass before solo. he would come out with the bass solo, he would take the packets or, or whatever he was using uh-huh. okay. and crunch them and swirl them around. I guess they were effervescent kind of blood tablets. I mean, I'm really? sure he, yeah, sure any Halloween cocaine. shop probably oh, carries stuff true. like that. But <laughs> yeah, he would swirl around in his mouth and crunch them up. And I hope they, they tasted yeah. good. You oh, know? I don't know cherry. about that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's, it's, this is an interesting thing that I, I didn't even think about when we were talking about Kiss before, but as long as you're talking about the effects of the show. So my brother had a band at the time, huge Kiss fan. Mm-hmm. And I told you about us playing at a Catholic high school with my band. You did? Where you won the talent show? You won the is talent show they were nuns, nuns as judges <laughs> and we're singing, a, we're singing Cat Scratch Fever and ACDC Problem Child and all this stuff. Obviously they did not hear the lyrics. But in that same <laughs> and they high won. school. Yeah, and they we won. Won. We won. So my brother's band in the same high school, he was so inspired by Kiss at the time that he took, he made these uh, in shop, I believe, these metal drumsticks that were hollow, hooked them up to the propane tanks and had flaming drumsticks. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And talk about a fire hazard, I'm sure. But uh, that's awesome, yeah. dude. It was. Uh, it had an, uh, definitely had an impact. I think they told them they can't do that anymore after yeah. that show. But <laughs> you know what? Unless you got the consent by the fire marshal or yeah, something. Yeah, you didn't need that back then. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Okay. All right, number three. All right. There's another multiple choice, so please, Marty. Yeah, I'll wait. Be fair. Oh, wait till. Yeah, okay. wait. Sorry. Wait. Come on, I had to get one right. So. Number three, where did the band get their name? What if a, he already knows it? I, I'm okay. sure he does. Yeah, I bet he does. Go ahead. This is a challenge for you. 
Adam, he's sweeping it right now. No, I'm just getting rid of an ad on my phone. Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. A, Paul Stanley was known to be a good kisser. So they were like, eh, kiss. Sure. B, Gene Simmons' mom came up with it. C, Peter Chris was in a band called Lips, and Paul came up with Kiss. D, Ace wanted a band that would help him get the girls. Do you know what Adam? You got his buttons isn't working, so I can just do it. He's not working. There you go, No, no, I, I gave him a chance. No, I, I would guess, but I bet you know. Uh, what I've always heard and read is that they named the band Kiss because they couldn't name it after a certain expletive word. Oh! Starting oh. with F and ending with C, or K, and you nice. know. So none of the above, maybe. Uh, well, I don't know. That's, oh. that's a that good That may one, be true. We may, have to, we may have to look this up. <laughs> the one I got was Peter Chris was in a band called Lips, and they yes. were driving around. That's a story, I think. And there. Paul that's, was like, hey, what about Kiss? And then right. that's how. But that could be more accurate. This one might yeah. be more accurate. Huh? <laughs> I, was, I would have guessed, see, just because it seems like I remember hearing that story floating around somewhere yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. Boys. All right. Okay, number four. Who almost replaced Ace Freely? Before they started? Hold on, hold on, okay, hold on, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, let me just, get, for me, let me just get of my... Yeah. Answers. You can just say what you're voting. A. Angus Young. B. Ted Nugent. C. Eddie Van Halen. D. Joan Jett. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. ding, ding what you got? Eddie Van Halen. Jeez. Seriously. What do you know about that? Wow. <clears throat> uh, from what I read, it was, uh, yeah, because uh, Ace was almost out of the band at that time. And actually... Uh, Gene helped produce Van Halen before they had their 78 album that came out. Oh. Uh, He discovered them. I can't remember what... uh, He saw them playing at like the Whiskey or something Mm -hmm. like that, and Gene was just captivated at Eddie Van Halen's performance. Sure. And, you know, he's like, you know... The band was more interested in just being produced, and they felt, you know, Gene Simmons was such a big name that, you know, maybe he can help get us our feet in the door. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure Gene was probably contemplating, hmm, Ace is almost out of the picture. Wow. And this guy is totally fire. Wow. You guys, what if that happened? Wouldn't that be bizarre? There would be no fighting on... the there's, music, the house of music. Yeah, right? yeah, there you go. No more fighting. There, there's happen. a funny little rumor that Eddie said he just couldn't come up with any makeup. Ideas, <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know how true that you is. Know, you know Eddie's would be just a smiley yeah. face. Because he was smiley always face. smiling. Oh, no, yeah, he that, that Cheshire cat smile. <laughs> yep. It's just awesome. That, yeah. that would have to be a serious consideration, though. If you were somebody who was considering joining Kiss, you're like, okay, am I going to wear the makeup? I'm going to have to wear the makeup. And Now, when did they go without the makeup? What year was that when they finally decided oh, to? Oh, boy. Yeah, that was... was later. Yeah. Right away later. Uh, let's see, because, yeah, Lick It Up came out. Lick oh, It Up. Yep. Lick It Up. But that was like the, the first time they introduced themselves. It was actually on MTV. 
you know, that interview on MTV, and it was the first time they had all the makeup off. Okay. Wow. And I, I know Vinnie Vincent was already in the band at that point, plus okay. Eric Carr is their drummer. So. Right. And didn't they play some shows without the makeup? Oh, yeah. Well, they did. They, they did went, it like that for quite some time. Yeah, they did. And then they went back to it again? Yeah, they, I think because uh, they did actually reunite with both Ace and Peter. Okay. Wow. I think it was in the late 1990s, early okay. 2000s. They had like a reunion show. Wow. At that time, but again, <laughs> nice. you know, old rivalry rivalries, uh, yeah, stem and yeah. Ace kind of found himself out of the band, but okay. that's all good. Dang crazy! Yep. All right, next one up. This is a true or false? True or false? Gene Simmons is deaf in one ear. Mm, boy. Mm. Go ahead, no, Marty. I'm, just, I'm gonna guess just because he wasn't buzzing in. I'm gonna say false. Ooh, I never heard about Gene Simmons <laughs> as far as that aspect. I know Paul Stanley has part of his ear missing, but... Yes, I, so I, Gene Simmons is not deaf. That's false. Paul Stanley was born ding, without ding. hearing in his right ear. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that kind of rings a bell, yeah. too. Wow. He actually grew his hair long on that side specifically to cover up his ears. Oh, so, wow. you know, wow. he wouldn't be noticed for his little... Lack of lobes, you might say. Oh, so it's actually lack of lobes. Yeah, that's a good band. Okay, yeah, Yeah. lack Lack of lack of lobes. Oh yeah, the Palladium. We got lack of lobes. (laughs) Lack of lobes, ladies and gentlemen, with their their first hit, inner ear. (laughs) Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. We can't hear you. (laughs) Very good. Okay, so six. This is how many of these you got? I just got eight. Okay, good, good. Six. Not that I'm not enjoying this, but... What was Kiss's first band name? A. Knights in Satan's Service. B. The Devil's Demons. C. Tongue in Cheek. D. Wicked Lester. I think I know, but go ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, yeah, ding. ding, ding Wicked ding. Lester. How'd they get Wicked Lester? You know, uh, I couldn't find I'm, anything about it. Right, I'm not quite so sure about that. It could have been a precursor to maybe Twisted Sister because, okay. oh yeah, because at the time, you know, you, like I mentioned earlier, you had Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. but then you also had bands like the New York Dolls, which had elements yeah. of punk, but also oh. the whole glam thing as yeah. well. So right, right. Who was it, David? Um, Who's the New York Dolls guy, the big guy that was David Johansson. Johansson, that's who I was yeah. trying to think of. Very cool. I was thinking, who did the, because Knights of Satan comes from something. Isn't you, that what they thought Kiss stand, stood no, for? No, they didn't. Well, they didn't think, a lot someone of, thought it did. Knights a lot in, of, in Satan's service, that's right. what I heard. A lot story, of like yeah. pro-Christian groups for the time were trying okay. to kick that out. Right. Oh, okay. I I knew, but I, I think it, it was a ridiculous concept. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's why I was thinking that was it, because I remember hearing that story. Uh-huh. It rang a bell, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's why, uh, that's why that one came up. Okay, so <clears throat> number seven. We're almost done. This one's good. <laughs> this one's nice. Multiple choice. Nice. Who was buried in a kiss casket? A. Neil Pert. B. Randy Rhodes. C. Hank Williams. D. Dimebag Daryl. You gotta be kidding me. I have no clue. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Dimebag Daryl. That's right. And so from what I found, and you, you expand on this if you can, there was a limited amount 
of these caskets, these kiss cas caskets made. And Gene Simmons sent his personal casket, his kiss casket that he was going to be buried in, to Dimebag. Is that? I wouldn't doubt that, but I, you I didn't hear that heard one. That. Yeah, I that's don't. what the that's what the site said. That it was so honorable. He was like, "Give him mine." I gotta admit, I don't even know who that is. Who's, Who's that? Dimebag Daryl. He Darryl. was in Pantera. He was the. Oh, okay. The, he's the one that. Correct me if I'm wrong. He got shot on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a he, tragedy. He had the. Do you know what the guitar is called? That type of guitar. It, it was like a, how do I want to ex explain it? Somebody's going to know who's listening, but um, almost like an explorer, uh, but with really, really crazy uh, ends sticking out. And it had lightning. He hmm. used a lot of guitars by Dean. I Dean, think it was, it was called a Dean. the ML Star or something like right. that. Right. And they were, cool. and yeah, and Dean, and then was Dean made Warlock or no, that's BC Rich. That's they made BC Warlock. Rich. Yeah. It was, a, it was kind of a cool looking tarp. It had lightning and he was like metal player. Mm -hmm. but he got shot on stage. Oh my goodness. And then they didn't know who did it. Did they find out? Yeah, who? I guess it was, uh, actually a person that just got back from being stationed in Iraq or Afghanistan. Yeah. And I think he was suffering for some mental issues Sure. Wow. Yeah. and, uh, I don't know, wow. just stormed the stage and shot Dimebag right there. Wow. That's, I'm amazed. I don't see him feel kind of... I still have the newspaper there, clipping from yeah. that Jeez. occurrence. Yeah, it yeah. happened down in Texas, I believe. Wow. Uh, that's when both Dimebag and his brother had damage planned because Pantera was no longer mm -hmm. around at that time. Wow. And I, I guess the, the guy that shot him was you know a huge pantera fan and i think that kind of made him hmm. break down or who yeah. knows you know it's, yeah. crazy maybe he but, was mad because of the split of the band oh I mean, yeah who's known i'm sure, no. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, plus yeah. his own experiences and, yeah. Yeah. going yeah. to afghanistan right and, oh right. yeah wow wow that and, and then a kiss casket on top of that i would have yeah. never guessed that they <laughs> actually know what his last words were what was it well Whenever Dimebag and his brother, whenever they were going to get them themselves excited to do a show, before they would drop the curtain, they would say to each other, Van Halen. Really? Yep. Wow. So that was like their key word to, you know, let's tear it up. <laughs> let's have fun tonight. Van Halen was like their, their term for have, you know, wow. let's have a good time. That is crazy how this it's is just thematic, yeah. in a circle Speaking of Van Halen, he showed up at Dimebag's funeral, wow. did a eulogy, and actually... That stinking phone. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He, he had your uh, phone on vibrate in the beginning. If you notice on the second Van Halen album, he has a Strat-style guitar that he coins the Bumblebee. It's actually black with yellow stripes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Mm. He actually placed that in Dimebag's coffin. No way. So, wow. yeah, he's actually buried with that guitar because he found out. Eddie and Dime actually met each other when uh, Van Halen was touring down in Texas. He actually bumped into Dime. Wow. He knew all the similarities because you had Eddie and Alex and then Dimebag and his brother. So it was a whole brother family thing. So they totally got it right away. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> wow. the freaky thing about that is after Dimebag hung out with Eddie, when Eddie Van Halen left, I guess Dimebag turned to his brother 
and said, I can die now. I oh, met Eddie Van man. Halen. Wow. Wow. And wouldn't you know it, probably less than a year later, you know, Jeez. his life was taken away on stage. Isn't yeah. That crazy? So, you always hear that when we were getting <clears throat> obsessed with some of the death stories. Yeah. Last year, Eddie. And you get that sometimes when you see these documentaries too, where there was sort of a suggestion or a pre pre-shadowing somehow or yeah. foreshadowing is what I meant of uh, knowing some kind of knowing or some right. sense of their death coming right. up. So, wow. That's wild. That's nuts. Cool. Who would have thought okay. these little multiple choice would have led to something like who that? Would have, who would have thunk? Yeah. Okay, so last one, eight. Okay. Uh, I should, this is not the best for last, but we'll, we'll just, we'll do it. It's great. Multiple choice. How does Ace Freely record vocals? A, stoned. B, <laughs> naked on a rooftop. Maybe A and B. That's goes the way together. I do it. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Probably stole that from me. C, laying down, or D, after running. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just wanted to hear the rooster one more time. I really don't have any idea. <laughs> take, a, take a guess. But uh, you know, naked on a roof—that's what I do. But uh, probably uh, lying I'm, down. I'm sure they all fall in line in yeah. one night. They yeah. probably all. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. stoned, then he falls down, lays <laughs> yeah. down, and then Climbs records up on the himself. Roof. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sure okay. that's all in one night. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put in all of the above. Yeah. No, it uh, laying down. So supposedly oh. he. Yeah. There's when he was recording in the studio, he was not able to hit a lot of the higher notes standing up, so he'd have to lay down to really be able to belt it out there. Interesting. I wonder what vocal coaches would say about that. Well, your when you're training your diaphragm, that, you know? they yeah. oftentimes have you lay down. Yeah. Yeah. And and that engages your diaphragm naturally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to teach you to kind of use your diaphragm rather than yeah. your chest or your throat, you know, when you're singing. But yeah, he would lay down naked on a rooftop, stoned. Next time we do a Facebook Live, I'm going to lay down and then have my keyboard suspended (laughs) so I can just kind of kick back. I'm going to give that a try. Hello, everybody. We're Facebook Live. Marty's on the floor this evening. but uh... (laughs) Usually ends up there, but now he's starting out there. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Well, that's... That's awesome. Uh, Kiss, Van Halen, we've talked about some really great bands. Uh, this could have couldn't have gone any better for our yeah. first interview. So really? Adam, thank you. For, we were we were yeah. somewhat genre specific in this episode, we, but that's okay uh, yeah, because yeah, not every been, episode kind of is genre. Yeah, naturally, right. but it happened naturally, yeah. and that's yeah. fine. That's exactly. Fine. Exactly. Um, yeah. So outsiders, I'm going to plug it again. If you aren't, check out Adam Anarchy's House of Music. If you want just a great dose every day of great music, people are posting all kinds of, uh, like Marty said, the Commodores and all the way to the Who uh, and everything in between. And people are just truly just there to love and embrace music. Um, get a laugh. Get a laugh. some live music. Yeah. Find um, out something you didn't know before. So. so again, that's Adam Anarchy's yeah. House of Music. Adam, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thanks, fellas. This Thanks. Is really cool. Cool. This all is right. Really- Thanks, Adam. It's been a treat having you on OTM. For all you listening, thank you. This has been Outside the Mic. Um, I'm Jared Weimer. I'm Martin Meyer. Be, be sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Subscribe when you get an opportunity. And thanks again for listening. Check in next time on Outside the Mic. Outside the Mic.